What is what is what is that noise? Is that a tornado warning? Is that your neighbors from across the sack? <laughs> it's the hour. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Jeff. And on today's episode. Oh, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot stomps heavily on local dickhead. 20,000 weeds under the D. Man finds his hidden treasure. Now he just needs to outrun that boulder. He mowed the lawn, but has he trimmed his bushes? Netflix presents Donald Trump's Face Force. And what was that noise? Oh, it's the new railing on the Golden Gate Bridge making the bridge howl. Oh, more like the Golden Gate Bridge, am I right? Sounds like a perfect spot for a Halloween USA. Is to drown out the howls. <laughs> <laughs> they did it on purpose. Did you hear about this? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> to drown out the howls of people jumping off of the bridge. <laughs> I watched I watched a documentary one time. Uh-huh. And it was about um it was literally about people jumping off the Golden mm-hmm. Gate Bridge. I feel like I may have seen this one also. Have you? It sounds familiar. Maybe we talked about it on the show. I don't think we did. So, um, I thought it was going to be like a documentary about like suicide risks uh-huh. and uh, like mental health and uh-huh. like what the Golden Gate Bridge specifically uh, or whoever, who controls the Golden Gate Bridge? Is it the city of San Francisco? Mm, no. I'm not sure. I bet there's like a bridge authority or something that runs it. Yeah. Or, or like some like. Oh, you know what? I think they may actually be owned by a separate company, like a company, mm-hmm. privatized. Anyway, I thought it was going to be that. Like, what are they doing to prevent? Actually, it was just like a lot of footage of people jumping off. It was just footage. It was like a and, montage uh, reel. That is not what I wanted. <laughs> they played a really sad song, and it was yeah. like on the Oscars when they talk about the people who have died. They from... played in the arms of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, it was like an hour and a half of just that, just Sarah yeah. McLaughlin. <laughs> That's that's way too much. <laughs> is that way too much? I think it is too much. Yeah, probably. I feel like that sounded like every time there's like crystals or something in Star Trek. It makes that noise. So there are, there are three different tones with three different scenes here. Oh, I see. The one is like right from next a distance. To the bridge. Yeah. And then this one is when they're driving. Yeah, you can hear the like road noise as they go across the the, yeah. thunk, the thunk, And the, the third thunk. one is from far away. This one is from far away. Like this is like really far away. It's not like they're just at the side of the bridge. It's like <laughs> you can see the entire bridge and the city in the background kind of a situation. Like it's it's not nearby. Right. So how did the, how did this happen? So they were replacing the the slats or the railings to make it safer. And when high winds go through them, now it makes this noise. Oh. So I think it was like an accidental situation. Like they've gonna, they're gonna have to replace it, right? I, well, no I've, one is gonna deal with that. They're gonna have like eight hundred people at the city council complaining every day. I've got the perfect solution: pool noodles. <laughs> Just put it on all of the cables that are making noise to silence, silence them right away. I feel like if it's because of high winds, those things are just going to blow off. And there's going to be like 800 <laughs> pool noodles at Alcatraz. It'll be like a bunch of dolphins and whales and stuff. And choking manatees. On. Not manatees. Those are in Florida. Uh, what do they call them? Sea lions. Yeah. Er, er. Not choking on them. It's like swimming with them. Oh, oh I see. Using them as a swimming. Yeah. Constructing okay. them into like a nice little like raft that they can sit on and you know drink their martinis as they yeah. enjoy the water. Right. What's the one with the tusks? Walrus? Walrus. You yeah. put it on the walrus tusks. To <laughs> well, make for safety. Safer for, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Got a child proof. 
Got a childproof. Or maybe Everything. they can put them on the back of uh, uh, killer whales so when they hit those sea lions. It's less painful. <laughs> put them on the like the edges of the, <laughs> their tail fins. Well, it's a brand new fin. You don't want to scratch it. <laughs> That's true. I just saw it'll, pool it'll, it'll destroy the clear coat. <laughs> saw pool noodles on someone had a, like a roof rack and like a you know luggage rack thing on the roof. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And they had the things going across and they had pool noodles on the things going across. And then they had something on top of that. I'm like, that's a genius use of pool noodles. I mean, you're so worried that someone's going to be like scratch the top of your roof rack. I think the the problem was the rack would scratch the thing that they were carrying. Uh, okay, that makes problem. more sense then. Yeah, but if you own a Subaru, you know, you're that kind of person. Well, I guess <laughs> I'm not that kind of person. I have no. a Subaru. Well, uh, so do I. Actually, and no. My wife has a Subaru. I have a a Prius. Right. Which is it, its own little thing in, oh, yeah. in and of itself. Well, I love it. Did you know that when you, um, when you're driving a Prius, mm-hmm. if you, uh, like accidentally hit a bunny, mm-hmm. it doesn't hit it. Really? A little gentle hand comes out of the headlight mm. and like, kind of like not tosses the bunny aside, but like picks it up and like places it gently mm-hmm, and gives mm-hmm. it a little carrot treat oh. over on the side of the road. I didn't know that Dr. Seuss worked for Toyota. Yeah, he, he always did all those little arm things coming out of he stuff. Did. Well, it's, it's 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 perfect. It, I mean, I I've known of other features, but that yeah. one I didn't know. <laughs> that one's was, real. That was one of them. They don't always advertise it, but it's real. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe it's not on my. I have like the eco version. So oh, did you get the Prius one? No, 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 no. Oh, it was before there were those. Oh, oh well, all right. <laughs> I got the Prius BC. <laughs> So, I was I was looking actually I, I given how much I drive, one of the n- newer Teslas would be suitable for me. Oh yeah, uh, but I hate Elon Musk so much that oh, I couldn't do it. So you wouldn't want to. I don't want to. How do you feel about money. Toyota CEO these days? I don't know anything. You have about no him. idea. You have no. no idea. Forget it. Just buy the, the buy the thing. No, I, see, there's the thing. The Toyota Toyota CEO shuts his fucking mouth and doesn't get into you know hot water. Elon Musk needs to shut the fuck up. That's true. Not getting into hot water means you never get in, into any water at all. That's fine, too. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> you don't want to get hit by those killer whales. They haven't been, you know, safety, safety, been. safety, <laughs> safety, atized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. So, Jason. Yes. How was your week? Oh, well, you know, yeah. it's, it's the last week of school. Oh, okay. We're cool. still, I'll bet you're really still excited teaching. for summer vacation. <laughs> It'll be so nice to be able to stay home and not work <laughs> instead of having to stay home and work. Right. Um, so there's all that. I have to go into the school tomorrow to deal with everyone's permanent records. Oh, that It's a real thing. People think it's fake, but it's a real thing. You have sounds a, very police-like. You have a permanent record. Uh, so your permanent record just is basically like your attendance and report cards. That's it. Oh, okay. I mean, so, I guess if you've done like, if you've been suspended, the the put those things in there maybe. Right. But even that I don't usually see unless someone like transfers schools, then they'll print them off and put them in. And so the other school has an idea what they're dealing with. Yeah. Like watch out of this. Fun- <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to say son of a bitch or motherfucker. And so it just came out a big mess. Uh, so that was that, uh, we got ripped off by a contractor, handyman person. Like, oh, completely ass raped us on some work that had to be done on the house. So that's annoying. I know that well, Mm. not the ass raping, 
necessarily, but the being ripped off by a contractor thing. I don't. That's why. So that's part of the reason why we haven't gotten what we got fixed fixed, because I feel like every single time you get someone out there by plane <laughs> or jet engine <laughs> parachuting in <laughs> to fix your house, they come in with their like eighteen foot dildo to fuck you over. Right. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna fuck you. Oh. Lube is extra. Oh, no. So I was not happy about that. And then we also had to have someone come out for roofing estimates. We have someone today and someone later in the week and house maintenance. It sounds horrible. I, I would say I would rather live in like a condo, but I don't want to be that close to my neighbors. I feel kind of Ron <laughs> yeah. Swanson-y from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Where he's got like a giant fence around his house and he just does whatever he wants. Yeah. Because sure. like, because we're also like we're thinking about putting in a deck, but we also have to get approval of the HOA. Oh, and I emailed lame. them, and they haven't gotten back to me in over a fucking week. And I'm about to be just like, you know what? If the township says it's fine, you can kiss my ass. What else are they doing? Are they so busy they can't check their email and respond? So the funny thing is, oh, wait, I, we're outside and we're talking about. I I know the who the president board. of the HOA is. Yeah, uh, they used to be a president of another organization, and I may or may not have staged a slight coup and overthrown them. Ooh, so. That was a good time. Hey, cool. Yeah. There was a big pizza a Pizza Hut gate where they spent oh, way too geez. much money on a Pizza Hut event. They bought a whole bunch of like Supreme pizzas for no one, and we had to throw them away. It's like they wasted like $400. Wow. And I mean, our budget was not very big, so. Right. Yeah. I have a. So I don't think that's, I don't think that's the why I haven't heard back. I think they're just incompetent. Oh, oh well, good. I shouldn't, again, Ron Swansony, I should not be told what to do on my own property. I completely agree. I paid for it myself. I'm not going to, yeah. I completely it. agree. Anyway. That's, that's dumb. It is very dumb. Yeah. I, I also, I, I read through the meeting minutes for the HOA's last meeting that they had up, which was September. And they had like a whole section talking about, well, there's two new playhouses in the neighborhood and that goes against the HOA. And then one of the members was like, well, I don't think there's much we can do about it, actually. So we probably should just let it go. It's like, all right, well, if you can't even do anything, what are you doing? I hate HOAs so much. I have to pay them every year. It's, it's so dumb. You pay them. So that they can, in, like, institute rules. I, I just... I'm very against it. Yeah. Me too. Awesome. How was your week? Well, so I'm looking at buying a house in the next eight oh. months. Hopefully not more than <laughs> HOA. So that's one of my rules. I have, I have no several HOA. rules now. Mm -hmm. This will be the third house that I bought. Uh -huh. So I think I'm pretty... I pretty much you got some ideas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no HOAs. Good, good choice. I support this idea. Yes. I would live in a condo mm -hmm. if I owned it mm -hmm. <laughs> and I could, uh, you know, f from... Most, most condos have HOAs, though. Well, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I would live in a duplex or a triplex oh, okay. if I owned the whole building and lived in a part of it. Oh, and rent out the other half. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I've been looking at ones recently that are um, way out of my price range, but they have... Um, like a little hallway between them mm -hmm. that goes in like a hallway and a, st a stairway that goes down to the basement and like oh, okay. there's like basement and storage and stuff. So you kind of share an entrance if you park in the garage that's in the basement, you come in and up, but then you have this whole hallway that's separating your, your condo from another person's. Mm -hmm. So you don't get as much noise okay, that yeah. way, which yeah, is yeah. kind of a nice thing. That's not bad. And, um, 
you know, if you own the building and they pay rent and half the building, then that's pretty much your mortgage. Yeah, you got so that's kind of where I'm going for. That's a good plan. There. I like it. Yeah. So looking then you could use that money to buy another one. You could be like a landlord. I could be like a, a real, real estate tycoon. <laughs> my goal that was a game be, in the nineties, right? I Early two thousands. So. Yeah. My goal roller is to coaster, be a real estate slumdord. All right. All right. Uh, so, what? So you're looking in like North Ipsy. <laughs> you said slumdord. <laughs> I did so not. So I'm looking at Ann Arbor, which is kind of too expensive. I would never say anything like that. No. That guy's from Pork and Cheese. <laughs> so I, obviously we're outside. We're in, in Jason's garage. We are. Which is nice because it's We were going to be outside, yeah. It looks a little stormy weather out there. And we figured, why have to run inside with all of our equipment? So we're like right on the, we're, we're inside, but right. the door's open. The door's open and we're not getting any breeze at all. And it's hot. Maybe I could get Becky to go out there with like a giant piece of wood to like redirect the the air into us. That's a good idea. If she could just like run by back and forth so that we can get the wind from her running. That would Flapping be her arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be perfect. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking at a house and, and I, that's one of the things like I do not want an HOA. Yeah. But some cities uh-huh. and their city ordinances act like an HOA. Yeah. Um, like the I mean, ordinances, ordinances are like you can't have grass taller than two inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the, that doesn't necessarily bother me. Right. It, it bothers me because an HOA is another layer on which there is already a layer that covers everything that you need. And the problem is you can't live, as far as I know, you can't live in a nice neighborhood that doesn't have an HOA. No. Because if you do... It won't be a nice neighborhood. Live in a nice neighborhood that doesn't have an HOA, you live in Mill Point. <laughs> and we know how that went. <laughs> they don't have an HOA over there? No, they don't. Really? Yeah. Mm. And it shows. Well. Got to keep those purple shutters out. Good God. <laughs> the horror. It's every time I see like that, it, it's always that color purple too. Mm-hmm. That color purple is like, I'm going to piss off my neighbors. So here's the thing. With my like, house color. The HOA didn't sop those people across the sack with their fucking concrete <laughs> deer yeah. for years until the people who just bought the house took it down. I wanted to go buy them something. Oh, for fucking, taking the concrete deer down? It, it wasn't that it was a deer. It wasn't that it was concrete. It was that it was just ugly and, like, worn. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. So why do you have this here? That's why you want an HOA to make them take that shit down. That's their land. They want it there. But you hate it. So? It's not mine. <laughs> if, they like, want, if they want an mo- ugly motherfucking thing on their lawn, fine. On the, the political compass spectrum, you're like falling lower and lower to libertarian right now. No. Nah. Like it's theirs. They should be able to have it. I just hate it. Yeah. Incidentally, our HOA also does not allow any yard signs. No yard signs. I'm going to report the neighbors. They got some... Uh, Yard signs for their daughters who are graduating. Oh, oh, like those kind of yard signs. Yeah. I thought like, oh, I own a business. Absolutely nothing lit. Okay. And any yard sign has to be approved by the HOA. Oh, you got to get, you got to get a Black Lives Matter yard sign <laughs> and then argue with them about that. So, Do it. So I was also Do looking, <laughs> as I was trying to figure out the whole decking thing with their HOA, um, I was looking through my old emails trying to find... Because I know I've asked them before, and I was going to see if I could find the emails, and I couldn't. But I did find an email. The previous HOA president lives behind us, and we've got, like, this big 
common area over, oh, yeah. over that direction. And he wanted to put in a picnic shelter in oh, that area. Yeah, that'd be cool. And our neighbor did not like that idea. These people whose house I can see right now? Indeed. Oh, they didn't want people behind their house. And, and he emailed him saying that he had reservations and included, like, CC'd me and our neighbor over here and our neighbor over there to, I guess, back him up, hopefully. Wow. I didn't give a shit. That is, that is local politics oh down gosh, to the ground crazy. level, isn't it? It's crazy. Jesus. We hate it. Well, yeah. Th- their kids put logs in our car once. On, like, as a prank? I guess. Logs in your car? Yeah, like we had some logs, like, for firewood just oh, out here. Yeah. We didn't lock our car door. It was the middle of the day. Okay. And there was one on our passenger seat. Oh. I feel like it was like a, oh, sneaky, we're going to see what we can do. Oh, oh, I dare you to, you know, it wasn't any malicious or damaging. Yeah. So I emailed him and was like, hey. He's like, well, check with the girls. Mm. Oh, they said they didn't. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. But they did. They said they did. Right. We had a, a neighbor kid when I was growing up. My stepdad had this, he got this brand new white, pristine white Dodge Ram 1500. All right. So he had a Caucasian Ram. Yep. And uh, there's this kid that, like, he let my stepdad left his windows down, and the kid, like, put rocks and sticks in the driver's seat. <laughs> it was really funny. Like, he served it. Well, if you have a good Except story about uh, shenanigans in yeah. your HOA, mm-hmm. uh, email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or tweet us in one of those wonderful threads that people are doing nowadays on Twitter at thehourpod. And? And? Instagram. Your Instagram? Your personal My Instagram? My personal Instagram. Your relevant, personal <laughs> relevant two underscores username. Two underscores. Yeah. I saw Important. your plants today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My, my experimental I'm plants. I'm very disappointed about the everything bagel. Me? I <laughs> so I planted, uh, in case you're listening to the show, but you don't follow me on Instagram. I, what is wrong with you, first of all? I had like this little experimental garden that has like five pots, whatever. And I planted just stuff from the kitchen. So like I took... Um, uh, like green onions, you know, mm-hmm. once you're done with the, the green part and you take the white little, yeah, those will grow right back up. Yeah. I put them and they grew right back up. They're great. You know, you know, you can just put those in a cup with water Yeah, and they'll just keep growing and you just cut out what you need. I mean, yeah, but you can just plant them outside too. You know, I'm anyway, <laughs> you weren't so, planting them before now. I'm telling you they're renewable. Right, and so I planted a a, um, a whole bulb. I, th- I should have separated the cloves, but I planted the whole bulb of garlic, and it's growing some shoots. Mm-hmm. And um, I planted some chickpeas, like dried chickpeas, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. growing little chickpea plants. Flax seeds, growing some flax, whatever that is. I can't wait till you uh, can uh, harvest the hummus. I know it's going to be exciting. And then I also because I knew that. Everything bagel seasoning had seeds in it. It's got poppy seeds. It's got sesame. Uh, sometimes it has fennel. Did you plant it on the bagel? Because that's what you need to do. Oh, You just no. put the whole bagel in there. Then it has some like nutrients to grow oh, from. Oh, I didn't know that the yeah. bagel was a fruit. Yeah. No, it's not. It's it works as like a like a fertilizer. Oh, got it. So it's anyway, like you know so you I, know when like a tree falls down and then the seeds get on the tree and it grows into the out of the dead tree that's fallen. Oh yeah. It's like that with a bagel. Oh okay. Cool. I'll keep that in mind for next time. The science is real. But I, I sprinkled the everything seeds on there, and I watered them, and nothing grew. Nothing? Like, actually, it's funny because nothing grew. Like, I put that in there, and, like, there are I'm pretty sure any... they've been cooked. 
coasted. There are barely any um, weeds or anything in that. Oh, just nothing. Yeah, just nothing. (laughs) They're made of Roundup. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to call those uh, commercials that they have on TV. If you used Roundup, you can join our class action lawsuit. Remember those? Mesothelioma. (laughs) (laughs) They've moved on from that. They have. Now it's Roundup Ruviovla. All those people are dead. Yeah, they're gone now. And now we have Roundup and uh, um, opioid. Yeah. I got to think of the amount today. It's like, if you or your family has been affected by the opioid ec- epidemic, we'll represent you. You know, the sad thing about that is it's now become economically feasible that you can just do a mass marketing and get enough customers. Right. Like, it's not like rare enough that you're wasting your money. It's like, well, just throw this all out there. I'll get a few. Yeah, somebody. Somebody will bite. Yep. Because there are so many people that are affected by it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it hasn't started raining yet. Nope, no it rain It is yet. getting cooler, though. It is. Which I like. Yep, yep. We're down. a little oh, breezy. I'm just going to look at my watch, but it's on the charger. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I've got a clock on my laptop. Oh, I was for the temperature. Oh. I was going to say the clock says it's time to, f- to start our first story. Oh, well, our first short story. <laughs> I almost there. said fart our first story. <laughs> fart our first anyway. right. Well, speaking of farts. Uh, Chicago and speaking of potty mouths. Mm, a potty. Mm. Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and Alderman Raymond Lopez of the 15th Aldermantonia. <laughs> I don't know what their districts are called. Uh, who is one of her harshest critics engaged oh. in an angry and foul-mouthed argument over recent people protesting and the violence that came with it. During a conference call with all 50 alder people, not alder men, Alder people on May 31st. They discuss, called it Aldermans. They okay. said the Aldermans. To discuss the city's response to the looting. Uh, Luton. Mayor Lopez accused the mayor of being unprepared. That rootin' tootin' lootin'. <laughs> and we actually have some audio. It's it's uh, the actual audio. Caution, they're fucking swear words. Oh, fuck. And, yeah. Um, and it's a little bit long, but it's so worth it. They're going to turn their focus in the neighborhoods. I've got gangbangers with AK-47 oh, walking around right bangers. now just waiting to settle some scores. He's a racist. What are we going to do and what do we tell our residents other than good faith people stand up? It's not going to be enough. Pause. Pause. Thank you, Alderman. She's like, next. Bye, bitch. Well, no, I want an answer. Ooh. Oh. He was a manager. You commented on everybody. I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. Karen, Karen. Karen needs to know. question that I have. I think you're 100%. I think you're 100% full of shit is what I think. If you think we want to fuck you, then. No offense, but fuck you. He's not from Chicago. He's from New Jersey. And we stood by and let the neighborhood go up. There's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Well, maybe you should come out and see what's going on. the stupidest thing. She's like, that's that stupid, you you're mayor, stupid. You need to check your fucking attitude. That's what you need to do. Oh. <laughs> right now. Did he just tell her to no. calm down? But wait a minute. He's the carrot in this situation. She should be telling him to calm down, and she should be flying off the handle. So when he said, check your fucking attitude, I think that was a man telling a woman. And maybe even a black You're being woman. too emotional. You're being too emotional. Yeah. Check your attitude. And he was talking to her like he, she was his child. Mm, I Cause, agree. Because I literally have told my daughter, you need to check your attitude, Missy. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> and, and then my daughter says, you're being so mean to me. <laughs> this I, is the worst day of my life. And then I say, me correcting you is not me being mean to you. Right. 
That's true. I'm actually just preparing you for the future. Exactly. So Mayor Lori Lightfoot, incidentally, um, kind of reached meme status. Oh, yeah? A little while. Did, did you, do you remember seeing the pictures of her in her, she was holding the notebook in front of her with like clasped hands. Mm-mm. And like her, her pants were just kind of like baggy and big and, um, oh gosh, I forget the, this is, I love describing memes. It's funny, <laughs> but there was like the big, a big thing about uh-huh. her in Chicago and, oh, okay. and she's, I don't know. I, I feel like she's done a great job, um, in Chicago with both the pandemic and the, the hmm. um, protesting and then right. the supposed rioting and looting. I say supposed rioting and looting because I don't know how to... I have not followed the events in Chicago. No. It's it's about the same as like New York City and stuff. There's, okay. I mean, there are people out that are... Taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Well, that but happens everywhere. The good news about it is that... Um, well, good news about the whole police thing is now we're finally seeing some police officers get... Uh, what's coming to them? Mm-hmm. We, we just we're just we paused for a second. We we're just inside talking about the um, Chicago police officer that was um, he was flipping off protesters, mm-hmm. and they what do they do? He got in some kind of trouble. Do they fire him or? I didn't see the follow up of it. I saw the picture of him flipping off the protesters, yeah. but I never heard if anything happened to him. But it seems like there's there are some things in motion. Finally, okay. like police actually getting charged with crimes mm-hmm. that they commit instead of just being you know mm-hmm. not charged mm-hmm. whatever so the police who um are people are protesting against them using excessive force and them showing excessive force in order to quell the protest is just the most ridiculous thing i've ever yeah, heard it's like perfect <laughs> illustration yeah. it's like yeah that's what we were talking about this whole time yeah so uh, i'm glad some things are finally happening but it's not enough we'll get there we're getting okay. there i think gotta keep going gotta keep going so um, this the mayor, um, let's see, looters pillaged shops throughout the city as peaceful protesters were taking to the streets on last weekend in May in memory of George Floyd. Yeah. So and then that led to the exchange we just listened to. Uh, and. And when Lopez finished talking on the conference call, Lightfoot declined to respond and tried to move on to another alderman. But Lopez demanded an answer, which is what we just heard. Yeah. And then right after what we just heard was like the other 49 alder people all going like, hey, everyone calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone just take a step back. Well, I guess, I guess from my reading, the mayor had previously given Lopez a hard time for using profanity. Oh, interesting. And then he turned around and complained that she needed to do the same thing to another alderman who was using profanity. Uh, and then both of them were in this situation yeah. using profanity. And it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I think you're... I love how <laughs> she started saying it, and then she wasn't sure if everyone was listening. And so she, she said it again mm-hmm. after he stopped talking. I think you're 100% full of shit. Yes, because unlike <laughs> a joke, which you never tell twice, when right. you're going to insult someone and they're not listening, you got to wait so they can hear. Exactly. It's the rule, right? As a matter of fact, when you insult somebody, you can repeat it as much as you want. Mm-hmm. I, I know that from like, uh, Ricky Lake. <laughs> I almost said Licky Rake. I think I'm I'm catching whatever whatever problem you have. Licky Rake speaking. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Licky Rake could be like a a porn. Like could you, I I don't know if this genre has ever been done before in porn. Like the talk show where there's like an audience. Oh, I'm sure there's got to be. I'll have to look it up later. I don't know. That'd be a lot of extras. 
That would be a lot of extras, yeah. Well, it could be like orgy porn. <laughs> well, they could just put like uh, the sex dolls in the audience, like the, uh, mm, the story go. from a yeah, couple the, weeks ago, the right? the Korean uh, soccer team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, well, I guess we're kind of a little bit local. I mean, Chicago is like next door. Yeah, and we're in the Midwest. We're in the Midwest. Yeah. We're neighbors. Uh, well, this story is out of Detroit. Ooh, Detroit. Yeah, so on May 10th, Glenn... Richard Musso? Musso. Is that like Russo just with an M? Musso. Yes. Sounds very Canadian, by the way. 49 of Windsor, Ontario. Oh, very nice. He was stopped driving a (laughs) U-Haul northeast of... Is he French-Canadian? Oui, he's the Quebecois. Because that sounds like a made-up name. Glenn Musso. (laughs) <laughs> like if you were making fun of French Canadians uh, Yeah, yeah, I was, in, uh, I was in the uh, Mounties there I'm Glenn Mousseau The more of these stories that we do The more I'm just like Someone is playing tricks on us There's gotta be So basically, you, you know how in, in television shows The like third season is the shittiest Because yeah. after the first two seasons All the writers get better jobs And oh, then you've got all those yeah. new writers That's what's going on in 2020 Oh no! All of the universe's good writers Have moved on to different universes Right. And so now we've got like people It's basically like season three of Lost Where they invent Ricky and Paolo That they hated so much They literally buried them in the sand <laughs> Perfect they are the tw- <laughs> they're they're the human version of 2020 on uh, <laughs> the hit TV show Lost. All right, so back to Mr. Musso, mm-hmm. <laughs> M- Monsieur Musso. <laughs> he sounds like an investigator. <laughs> Bonjour, I am Monsieur Musso. I am here to how you say investigate the crimes. Oh, what is that? Is that the Pink Panther where it's like a French investigator? Yes, I don't know. I've never seen the the Pink Panther movie. Oh. Oh, it's a great movie. There's a um, there's a line in it that I, I gosh, I I'm, I have a horrible memory. But the one guy is like the with the um, accent was like it was a minky, and then the other guy's like you said minky. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. I loved it. Uh, well, all right. So he was pulled over while driving a U-Haul in Detroit. Well, northwest of Detroit. So he's northeast. Dr- no, sorry, northeast of Detroit. Right. Uh, so he's driving northeast of Detroit, get gets, straight, gets yeah. pulled over. Okay. They're like, hey, Mr. Mousseau, what are you doing in, in these United States? Well, during the traffic stop, St. Clair County Sheriff deputies found a plastic bag containing $97,000. Well, $97,060. Got to get that extra. That was for the gas money. <laughs> um, in U.S. currency. And Mousseau said he didn't know anything about it. Like, well, there's $97,000 back there in that U-Haul? Wow, I wish I'd known that. I mean, you know, that's almost what it cost to rent a U-Haul. Yeah, it was actually $100,000, but they the police took a little off the top, <laughs> like they probably always do. It was for their donut budget. <laughs> Homeland Security agents arrived and interviewed Mousseau, who said that he had illegally entered the U.S. How? This is such a Canadian, like, criminal. It's like, oh, yeah, there, I, uh, I came in illegally. I'm oh, sorry. Sure. That's I, me. I apologize. And that he directs a smuggling organization that moves money and yep, narcotics. Yep, I yep, do that, too. You know, it's just say I needed a job, and so I just, you know, bring narcotics across. I apologize. Between Canada and the United States. Yeah, I put some Tim Hortons in there, too. <laughs> oh, you got you got those here? Oh, I didn't <laughs> know. I just thought, you know, I should bring them over. You got you some of those Timbits. Oh, it's much better north of the border, eh? eh? I mean, the, you can't get the maple like you do up here. 
That's true. It's just fake ma- maple syrup here. Yeah. It's the imitation stuff. No, yeah. you got the real, real maple yeah. up here. We stockpile oil and gold in the United States. They stockpile yeah. maple syrup. Yeah, we have That's it harvested right. by beavers. <laughs> they use their teeth to get right in there. The teeth that get right in there, and then they pat mm-hmm. it down with their tails. It's so smooth after the, they pat it down. And then the moose, they once you heat it up, they stir it with their uh, antlers. <laughs> That's why it tastes so Canadian. <laughs> All right. Are we, we done with that now? We, <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have the Canadian cookbook there? Yeah, I'll send you a copy there, buddy. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> um, Musso says that he provides GPS coordinates to an individual in Canada who then traverses the river using his submersible Seabob jet, which is an egg-shaped, Wi-Fi-equipped electric scooter capable of propelling the person at more than 13 miles per hour underwater, uh, which incidentally was seized by Border Patrol agents back in April. A submersible Seabob jet. Yeah. You ever see, like, The Rock? The movie The Rock? I've seen A-Rock. With Keanu, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. I've seen. And they're going to Dwayne Alcatraz. Rock Johnson. It's it's like an underwater like bullet shape almost like a and, and you hold on to it and it goes and you like it just pulls you under the water. So are you in like in a capsule? No, no, you're just holding on to it. You just hold you're, on to like it. Like you're in a wetsuit scuba gear uh-huh. situation and you just hold on to it and it goes. Interesting. Zzz. Okay. Um. So yeah, they had one of those and they were using it to get under. The Detroit River. Here's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were naming Rocky and Bullwinkle, mm. um, his, Bullwinkle's original name was Musso. <laughs> and they thought it was too on the nose. Yeah, they're like Glenn Musso. No, I don't think so. No, that sounds ridiculous. Let's use <laughs> Bullwinkle instead. Yes. Uh, a search of his cell phone found messages with several people regarding GPS coordinates along the Detroit River shoreline that matched known smuggling locations. You forgot a very important letter in what? that. Where? Phones. Phones. It was multiple phones. He had more than one phone on him. Well, I mean... I assume he had a bunch of burners, Clearly right? a drug dealer. Clearly. No one else would have multiple phones. On May 21st, he offered to provide information about a multiple kilogram meth shipment arriving in Metro Detroit the next day, but then he disappeared. He just was like, hey, all right, I'll see you guys later, and just walked off. <laughs> like, what a polite guy he is. Yeah. You have a good day, Mr. Musso. And he was white, so the police let him go. Yeah. Uh, but then on Friday, around 2.35 a.m., federal agents south of Grosiel spotted a vessel coming across the international boundary and traveling into the United States. A vessel. Dun, 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 a vessel. A vessel. A vessel. A nuclear vessel. So, <laughs> can you go back a, uh, a screen? So he's got, it's 2.35 a.m., so at the top two. Oh yeah. So uh, what, uh, that's what, what I meant to say was it's two thirty-five a.m. So I'm such a fucking idiot. What? What I, I wanted to make fun of how we say gross eel oh. instead of gross aisle, but then I started saying other things. I started speaking very confidently, like I knew what I, where I was going with it, and mm-hmm. then it just trailed off. Yeah. So gross eel is, is different in Detroit, right? Because we all say gross eel because that's what it's what it is. But if you weren't from Detroit, you'd be like, oh, it's gross island. Yeah, it's like gross aisle. What's the other weird Detroit things like Shaner and? Shaner. Yeah, there's a road, Shaner. Oh. But it's spelled about, really weird. And then there's another road that's, I don't even remember what it's called. I know about like Houston Street. Grashit. Like City. Grashit. Grashit, I think, is spelled weird. It's, yeah. It's like French or something. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, the agents tried to stop the boat and spotted two large bundles being thrown into the river. Upon approaching the floating bundles, agents observed a man, later identified as Mousseau, oh, I am Mousseau. unconscious in the water. So he's actually, he's a double agent here. He's trying to get him. They knocked him out and threw him overboard. Unconscious. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I was wearing my uh, my uh, walrus skinned uh, coat. It floats right up there. It's totally fine. <laughs> they knocked his ass out and threw him in the river as bait. Like, they're like, "Sorry, Muso, we gotta do this to you, man. We gotta go." And you're already, you know, you've been fingered. <laughs> He's like, "Who told you about that?" <laughs> it sounds very eerie. <laughs> no, the no, whole thing. no, no, no. It oh, Detroit River. Detroit okay, River. Sorry. That's yeah, a little right. further down. You're right. Okay. Uh, the agents pulled Mousseau from the river and noticed a toe strap attached to his body connected to the large bundles floating in the river. So they were able to get him and the bundles. Oh. So polite of these Canadian criminals. Good. Agents found that the bundles contained approximately 265 pounds of suspected marijuana. Suspected? What? The... They haven't gotten it lab tested yet? They haven't smoked it yet themselves <laughs> to figure out uh, what it is. It could just be oregano. <laughs> it probably was. Or it could be some dead guy's weed. <laughs> he was like, I was gonna, uh, I was going for some uh, savory donuts there for uh, Tim Hortons. We're going to do some oregano ones. <laughs> Gross. It's got pizza dippers. I thought, I thought, ooh, well, I thought first my, th- my first thing was like, oh, like marijuana donuts. Oh, I see, I see. You know, like an edible. Hmm. And then you said oregano, and I was like, oh, it all went went to shit real fast. Uh, Musso appeared in federal court to face drug possession, smuggling, and immigration charge that could send him to prison for more than 10 years. Uh, He's currently being held without bond and is scheduled for a detention hearing. Well, you can't let him go because he's just going to jump in the river again. Yeah, I mean, he already walked off once. This has been a, a this has been like a the hour special feature. I know, right? We it was a very long two story. Slides. When I when I came across this, this is another one. I've, I've mentioned this before, where it's like, oh, the headlines kind of neat. And then the more I read, I'm like, what the fuck? Did this really happen? It was just so much, and I was like, I cannot condense this into our normal format. I had to like extend it because it was such a crazy story. Right. It was nuts. The writers are running out of materials. What's happening? I know they just threw all the ideas in there. <laughs> right. Like, what if we have a Canadian? Uh, yeah, and his, his we'll name make him a be, drug dealer. Should we, should we be French Canadian? Should we call him Russo? No, call him Musso. Ah, uh, yes, because of the mooses in uh, yeah. Canada. It's like in uh, the writers run out of stuff, like in season seven of The Next Generation, when when Beverly fucks her um, grandma's boyfriend, who was also a ghost. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So speaking of spirits. (laughs) The Golden Gate Bridge? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's do the Yahoo Answers thing about beer, wine, and spirits. All right, Jeff. Is having potatoes as a base the reason why vodka can't freeze? That question really threw me off. <laughs> no, the answer is most definitely no. <laughs> but what about potatoes do you think would no, you, make them not freeze? Yeah, you can't freeze a potato. Put one in your freezer, see what happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been having problems with potatoes recently, okay? No, are they too frozen? No, no. So 
Not frozen enough. I get them from the five pound bag, right? From Kroger. Mm-hmm. And there's always one really gross potato. Have you ever oh, yeah, smelled yeah. Oh, gosh. Gross it's awful. Potatoes? awful. It's horrible. Oh. So it's like someone killed a shit. Yeah. And it's decaying in the sun like a raccoon. Right. But like moist sun. Yes. Like you put it in a dumpster. Yeah. With other decaying things. So that's, I've been having those problems with the potatoes. I, yeah. So um, the reason why, the actual reason why vodka. Um, can't be frozen um, is because it's magical. Mm-hmm. Jason, yes. how commonly is the word pub used in America? No, no, it's pronounced pube. Thank you. Jeff, how come there are food shortages off and on since COVID, but no shortages of alcohol and tobacco? That is a great question. The liquor store that's across the street from me has not suffered at all because of the pandemic. Okay, I have not been able to get tequila, and wine has been dicey. Really? Yes. Next time I come over, I'll bring you some tequila. They've got plenty at this liquor store. We have oh, to, you're going we, to like Kroger and something? Yeah. I was at CVS today. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, CVS on, um, over on, on Carpenter Road. Road. Mm-hmm. And they have liquor there. Do you know what? that? Since when? I don't know. Well, it's medicinal. Yeah. It's medicinal. It yeah. is. But the guy that was at the counter come a little off. Mm. I don't know. It's a little weird. Maybe he has to check his medication. He's using too much. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, Jason, will an unopened can of beer go bad if it is refrigerated and then set out at room temperature for a couple of days and then <laughs> put back in the fridge? Uh, no, it was bad when they put it in the can. Jeff, is it bad to drink every night? <laughs> Let's go back to that last one. <laughs> If you had only taken it back out and then put it back in the fridge, that's when it goes bad. It, it, it can go down to room temperature only twice before it goes bad. What? And not three times. What? <laughs> so, uh, is it bad to drink beer every night? Um, yes. Wait, was that my question? No, it was your question. <laughs> it was my question. So, you could, just because you don't like beer. Uh, yeah, probably not great. If, you, if it's enough that you have to question it, you should probably... Um, Try a few nights off and see how it feels. Yeah. That was, um, like, earnest advice. Hmm. Honest, honest or earnest? Honestly earnest. Her- hornest. Hornest? Jason. Yes? Is it normal to not like alcohol? Uh, uh, yeah. What, are you a Mormon? <laughs> well, I just, the taste, mm. you know, I think is what they're talking about. I mean, there's probably something out there you'll find you enjoy. Right. You just have to figure out what it is. I didn't like beer at first. I I like it fine just now. I like it just fine now. It's terrible. Jeff, how much would it cost to just leave the bottle at a bar? (laughs) That's like like you want to be like an Old West guy. Just leave the bottle. (laughs) Whiskey straight up. Leave the bottle. And then you talk about your problems. You drink away all of your... Hard, hard cowboy hat, like feelings, horse riding feelings with the mustache that you have to like lift up to drink the whiskey. I'm just saying we're out there alone. That horse starts looking real pretty. <laughs> so I, I would guess it would cost um, as much as upwards of a thousand dollars. I don't think it will be that much. No. <laughs> a couple hundred, though, I would see. Jason. Would beer and cider be classed as liquor, or is that more spirits, like vodka, gin, etc.? Well, I mean, sometimes 
they just don't have the spirit and they don't want to be at the pep rally. So, you know, you can't just put blanket statements on all of these things. Maybe it's like, you know, Daria and she's just not into that. They didn't go to spirit week at all. They didn't. They're just like, look, I'm fucking cider and this is just who I am. And yeah, I like apples. So the spirits part for real, the beer, wine and spirits, the spirits is the liquor, right? Mm -hmm. But why do they call it spirits instead of liquor? It makes you spirited. Mm, maybe. Gives you some spirit. In Georgia, uh, you didn't have liquor stores. Well, in Michigan, there's another like Michigan thing, a party store. They don't mm. have party stores in the rest of the country. They have convenience stores. Mm. Um, but in Georgia, they have a package. Whoops. Sorry, we're having technical problems. Yeah. Called my feet. <laughs> but, but I object. We do have convenience stores like 7-Eleven. That's a convenience That's store. That's a convenience store. So like a gas station store is a convenience store. Yeah, like to a you? Speedway. That's a convenience store as well. Right. But we don't have liquor stores necessarily. Well, we have liquor about. stores, but we call them party stores. Right. That's weird. Well, we have, I mean, if you go down to uh, Wine Castle in Ann Arbor, it's a liquor store. Well, nobody parties with wine. Well, they don't just sell wine. Oh. They also have a big, what do they call it, humidor or whatever for oh, cigars. Oh, yeah. Oh, apparently, it's very humid in it. Yeah. You're up. Oh, uh, Jeff, if alcohol is a disinfectant for corona, then why was alcohol banned in South Africa? Drinking it could heal you from the virus. That's true. If you drink enough of it, you will no, hung, no longer have to worry about coronavirus. Because you'll you be so drunk. Yeah, yeah. Or, you, yeah, yeah. After a couple of drinks, you don't worry about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Um, how old do I have to be to drink root beer? Well, I mean, are you, your parents like no soda people? I think it's going to be a, on a like parent by parent basis. Oh, that makes sense. Like we could never have, well, we could never have any root beer with caffeine in it. Oh, oh, like Barks. Has, yeah, no has Barks. Caffeine it had to be right? A&W. A&W or, Fago. or uh, Fago. Fago root beer, I don't know, man. It's not bad. Is it? Yeah, it's all right. I love a good red pop, though. I'm a rock and rye person. Yeah, it's good, too. Oh, their, their grape soda's good, too, man. I've never been a fan. They do a good orange, though. They do. They do and cream soda. Orange. They have a good cream soda. Fago's pretty good. You know what I find funny? What's that? Is I've been other states in the country mm-hmm. where they had, like, glass bottles of Fago that they were selling for, like, $3 oh. for a bottle. And I was like... You can get that for 60 cents. Back home. <laughs> it is not a high-end beverage. No, it's not. Unless uh, it's in a glass bottle and it's in California instead of Michigan. Yes. Well, it's I mean, like the, the Mexican Cokes. You know, glass bottle. At least that's a little different, though. It's like uh, cane sugar instead of uh, high mm, fructose corn syrup. So much better. Yeah, so it's very tasty. Better. You can crack one open. I got some right there. Let it be known mm-hmm. that I did not just pick some... Random Mexican-y music to put right there. It was an actual Coke commercial. That was the end of a Coca-Cola commercial. Not a sponsor. With Salma Hayek. Oh. Who I wish was a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. So, there is a story that we are going to get to in a second. As soon as I change my screen. In 2010. Oh, yes. Forrest Fenn. Forrest Fenn. Because why not? He's friends with Musso. He's an 89... <laughs> He's an 89-year-old Santa Fe author and artifacts dealer. He claimed he is a treasure chest. He 
has a treasure chest containing $2 million worth of antique gold coins, gold nuggets, pre-Columbian gold animal figures, and jewelry in the deserts of the Southwest. He hit him. He hit him. That sounds That's what it, was, it was supposed to be he hid, not he his. Oh. A little typo there. He his, he had, S he is, hid. S is next to D. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. He then published a memoir, The Thrill of the Chase, containing clues to the booty. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Finn told the New Mexican newspaper, it's called the New Mexican. Yeah. It sounded like I was going to say the New Mexican something, but... Uh, <laughs> He told the New Mexican on Sunday that someone had found his chest a few days ago. Oh. So I saw a thing uh-huh. online yes. claiming that this guy made the whole thing up. Wow. Uh, and that there wasn't ever actually any treasure. He just didn't think people would actually want to find it that bad. And so in order to like get the, um, get the pressure off of him, he said, oh, no, 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 somebody found it. Like, hmm. I'll tell you what's in it, but nobody can see it, and I won't tell you who found it. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, the book was called The Thrill of the Chase. Okay. The thrill isn't the, it's not the thrill of the finding. It's the thrill of the chase. Right. I saw the So there's no need, there's no need to actually hide anything. Yeah. It's all about finding. Uh, Oh, yeah. Searching. Maybe he's even more genius than we gave him credit for. Well, Finn wouldn't say where the treasure was found or who found it, but said, the guy who confirmed from a, sorry, the guy who found it does not want his name mentioned. He's from back east. East like Boston uh, or east like far east? (laughs) Like. I think it's Boston. Yeah, probably Boston. Probably. Uh. Adding that it was confirmed from a photograph the man sent him, but Finn will not share of the photograph. An estimated 350,000 people have hunted for Finn's treasure. Some quit their jobs to do so, which sounds like a really solid plan. Yeah. I feel like those people would have quit their jobs anyway. Yeah. For some I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go treasure hunting. Well, my boss is being a bitch anyway. Shut <laughs> up, Judith. I know what I'm doing <laughs> with my life. Damn it. So... At least five people have died while searching for the chest. Maybe that's what he wants to stop, is people fucking dying searching Maybe. for this fake-ass chest that he made up. Well, in addition, Barber Barbara Anderson... <laughs> Barber Barbara Anderson, <laughs> who's also a Chicago real estate attorney... Not a barber. Uh, ...said she is filing an injunction on his haircut and... In federal court, alleging that she solved the puzzle, but was hacked, stating, he stole my solve. He followed and cheated me from getting the chest. Oh, so the guy who found it was actually, the he scammed the lady. That's what she says. The, this Barbara, good old Babs Anderson. I don't know. What, what is she going to get out of that? Someone stole something from me. Who? I don't fucking know. Right. It's like, oh, no, someone stole my lottery ticket from me. That's a okay. Karen, that's and, a Karen move there. Yeah, totally. She's Karen it up. In uh, December, David Harold Hansen of Colorado Springs sued Fenn, the author, for one point five M dollars. Million, come on. Oh. Claiming he deprived him of the treasure through fraudulent statements and misleading clues. I mean, it's a hunt. Of course there's gonna be misleading clues. The that's red the herons. The, that's the part of the thrill of the chase, Jeez. apparently. Uh, and then Brian Erskine of Prescott, Arizona. Filed, he's from back west. He's back west, yep. Uh, filed in U.S. District Court uh, that he solved the quest. What Jeez. are these people trying to do? 
You know what? He left I a fucking it. he left a fucking box of shit in the forest. What do you want? Forget I'm it. I'm going to sue you for what? I solved it. It was me. It, the treasure's mine. Yes. I swear. Well, well, as you said, many believe the treasure never existed, but Finn says that I feel halfway kind of glad, halfway kind of sad because the chase is over. Imagine if, because he's old, right? 89 years old. Imagine if he had his, died. His chase is almost over as well. <laughs> right. Imagine if he had died without people finding this thing. People would be searching. That'd be like a, a mystery. <laughs> We'd be watching the History Channel or whatever the fuck it's going to be called in 20 years. And it'd be like, oh, this treasure was never found. And it's, yeah, his, it's history's mysteries. Yeah, history's mysteries. That was actually a great show. Yeah. Back when the History Channel had history on it. I remember. Now it's the Smithsonian Channel. It's kind of good at that. I was watching was uh, the other day. They had this whole evening of like British stuff. Interesting. Did you know mm, that probably that they, um, the royal family, whoever, hid the crown jewels? Um, during the, uh, the World Blitz. War II, during the Blitz, mm. so that the Nazis couldn't get their hands on the crown jewels. You'll never take my jewels. Yeah. And they literally just hid them in a tunnel underneath Buckingham Palace. Hmm. Yeah. Seems like a solid place. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have expected that they would have put them in Ziploc bags and put them inside the toilet tanks. No one oh, ever looked from there. that's a good idea. They don't even call them toilet tanks over there, do they? Yeah, loo tanks. The loo. Yeah. L- loo tankers. Mm, indeed. <laughs> uh, maybe they could have just put them in uh, Queen Elizabeth's underwear drawer No, no one's, one's go- going in there no. Well, maybe in the 50s they would have Yeah, she was kind of fine When she was young Yeah, she, oh, was, no, al- I mean, she was always just like, fine, but in British Yeah, fine. maybe if I was that um, Arthur from before 89-year-old, I'd be like after Queen Elizabeth's jewels <laughs> Her family jewels? <laughs> yeah Speaking of Whatever we just said. Underwear? Bobby O. Blodgett. So one thing. Every single person they put in this news story, they gave the middle initial on. That's weird. Like, why the fuck did they do that? Everyone, I pulled them out because I was like, I don't have... I, I've, it's like Twitter. I've only got so many characters and I can't fill it up with all these friggin' middle names that no one gives a shit about. Right. I left it for Bobby, though. Bobby oh, good old, Good old Bobby O. Blodgett. He's 61 from Bay City, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is facing criminal charges after a neighbor complained to the police that they saw him mowing his lawn while completely naked. Oh, no. You, so Something's going to hit. Like, I've mowed the lawn and things like fly out, ricochet, hit you, and he's going get, to get it right in the sack. Right across the sack. <laughs> so, I... We said it before in the show, but right before we started recording, <laughs> I said there was a sound coming from across the sack, across the cul-de-sac, <laughs> and we've been laughing about it <laughs> all night. So instead of saying across the street now forever, he's going to say, oh, it's the neighbors across the sack. Well, it is a sack. <laughs> it is indeed. Until we call ourselves from the sack, we'll mm. talk about across the sack. Indeed. You should get a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, May 21st, Jason Linton, who 40, called 911. See, see, now I want to know his middle initial. Was it like a K or a D? I don't remember. I can or, look it up if you're really concerned. I put the link at the bottom. So. Like an M, you know? <sighs> Go on. He called 911 to report Blodgett 
Uh, he told dispatchers he yelled at Blodgett to put some clothes on and that Blodgett had done so. Oh, well, that's nice. So then, blah, I mean, I guess the damage had been done. I was like, why did they call the police on him then? But then, of course, because yeah, he was already out there. He had already been out lewd yeah. and stuff. Linton told a responding officer he and his teenage son were visiting his mother-in-law and that they were in her backyard when they heard a lawnmower start up. Dun, dun, dun. Then the guy came walking out and started cutting his lawn in the nude. I yelled at him and told him that he's he needed to put some clothing on, Linton said. Uh, Linton's mother-in-law, Nancy Mercier, told the officers that a similar incident happened the week beforehand with Blodgett mowing his lawn wearing only ladies' stockings. Oh. He's just out there in his pantyhose. I think this guy has a thing. Uh, it seems like it. I don't want to shame him for this thing. It's fine. but maybe Is, is it, it fine to go mow your lawn like that? Ladies' stockings? It, no, yeah. not the ladies' stockings. Exhibitioning himself in the neighborhood across the sack. So here's, here's another twist to this story. So according to the police report, Blodgett says, I was out in the backyard today mowing my lawn in my bikini briefs. I had on my underwear. I made a mistake. I was not naked. It won't happen again. I was never naked. Well, Nancy Mercer says, I don't need to see that. I know he has a privacy fence, but I can see through it. Not a very good privacy fence. <laughs> it was also, a, it was, it's about as private as, like, you know, a bathroom stall. You can see right through those. That's true. You ever make eye contact through one of those? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Right. But like you have to go kill yourself after that. <laughs> you, do, you have to, yeah. I don't get. Okay, so the whole privacy thing. So you're you you're outside. Let's say you have to go to the bathroom. You're outside of a men's restroom. Mm-hmm. You pee outside of the men's restroom. You go to prison or get on a list or whatever. Mm-hmm. Take two steps into the men's restroom, whip it out, and pee. You're fine. Oh, even there's though the, a, there's even a the same people can see you. A lot of times there aren't doors. Yes, but other people could see you. Yeah, the same people could see you, We have a you, designated though. spot for poo and pee. I'm not saying I do this. I'm just saying, like, the... the we our, set limits, and you have to follow the our, limits. Our privacy things, our, our our problem with nudity in this country is is pretty bad. Now, that being said, I don't want some dude to whip his dick out, uh, just at random. Like, that's not what I want. So but it's, it's not kind that of a, bad. It's just a weird thing. That was my elbow popping, by the way. What if your daughter was standing right there? I, then I would say, dude... Put your dick away. My yeah. daughter's standing. So that's right. why we have that line. And I'd hide her head. Her he goes. Face. He goes in the inside of the line. You're perpetuating the nudity, probably. Here's, okay. He's just peeing. So here's the thing. And you're hiding her face. He was wearing his bikini briefs mm. and his if, bi- his bikini bottoms. Little SpongeBob there. Yeah. It didn't say how fat he was mm. in the story. Yeah. Instead of his age, they should tell us his weight too. Right. So sixty-one two forty-eight. Oh yeah. I'm thinking uh, this guy's a hefty fellow. And he was wearing his bikini briefs. And you just couldn't tell. It was and when, yeah, when he was sitting down, you couldn't see it. It was like Santa in bikini was... briefs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Judge Mark Janner arraigned him on one count of indecent exposure, a misdemeanor punishable by up to one year in jail and $5,000 fine. His next court appearance is on June 17th. Here, here's the problem. If he wasn't naked, why is he uh, being charged on one count of indecent exposure? He says he wasn't naked. They say he was. So how do you solve that problem? 
I don't know what that noise was. I don't know what that noise was either. I think my phone is not on silent. Apparently not. As, as much shit as I've given you in the past. I know, right? About not having your phone on silent. That was a uh, a dark sky notification. Oh, is the sky dark? It is. Well, it, it is it, indeed. It is 10.36 p.m. Okay. Well, that's good. The police report did not specify whether Blood Gets Mower was push or writing variety. Oh, come on. <laughs> that was in the story. That was in the news story. That was story. in the news story. That's why I put it in. I was like, this is a perfect ending. <laughs> that writer was just like, unless it's a it's an AI robot or something. That writer was just like, this is too ridiculous. Uh, so that, okay, so, so in order for them to actually have to figure out and prove that he was naked, they would have to like... Say there's some kind of identifying marks, or his his penis was very short and shaped like a mushroom, or maybe someone had one of those ring doorbell things across the sack and it caught him on video. <laughs> caught him crossing his sack. Yep, it was a writer variety. <laughs> so, have you seen? We talked about Space Force last week, right? Yeah, have you yeah. Because yeah. I, I still yeah, haven't seen it. it. I see the. Um, the little Netflix screensaver is updated mm-hmm. finally, and it has that. And, and it's Steve Carell in, uh, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like moon um, camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like craters and stuff on it, <laughs> which is really funny. And then he's standing in front of the exact same camouflage, like a whole screen of the camouflage. Mm-hmm. And the thing, mm-hmm. So it looks like he's just his head. Yeah. We started last night watching Apple TV has a series called For All Mankind. And it's basically a counterfactual history where like a month before Apollo 11, the Soviets land on the moon unexpectedly. And so they say counterfactual history. So it's like historical, but it's kind of like the um, man in the high castle, right? Yeah. It's like it's historical where something different happened. Right. And then from there, you basically have like a different timeline. And so in this event, a month before Neil Armstrong is supposed to land on the moon, the Soviets make it up there first and like shocks the entire country because they weren't expecting that. Right. And so then it goes from that point on, what are they going to do? Um, And I was, as we were watching it, I swear to God, whoever the like animation credits people they had to be the same people that worked on like Discovery and Picard. Yeah. It's like that same style oh. of like opening credit animation stuff. So yeah. Made me think of that since we were talking about Space Force and space movies and space shows. But yeah. Have you watched Space Force yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's all right. I, I finally figured out what that notification was. It's, it's about to start raining. Oh. We got to in the garage. Yeah. We'll have to go take a look. So back to Space Force. The United States Space Force, announced two years ago as the latest branch of the United States Armed Forces, may lose a battle to Netflix's Space Force trademark. The U.S. military has done very little to secure the... What are you... What? Something keeps... It's your fucking mosquito or something. No, it's it's your microphone cord. No, not it's where it was hitting leg. because it was like hitting me down here. Gosh, I wish we had some lights on or something. What if it's a spider crawling up? Ugh, fucking hell! Crawling across the sack. My sack is covered. Okay, well, congratulations. It makes right. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep. You got to stop cutting holes in your crotch. <laughs> that sounds painful. Um, 
What was I saying? Uh, un- We're leaving all that in, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the military has done little to secure the Space Force name as a registered trademark. Netflix, however, has already locked down the rights to the name in several countries. Wow. It's almost like uh, the United States Armed Forces and Donald Trump don't know what the fuck they're doing. What? No, I don't believe but it. But Netflix does. The U.S. Space Force, first announced by President Donald J. Trump on March 2018, was only officially established as a formal organization last December of 2019. Yes. So they, he he announced it, and then he actually did something that he said he was going to do, which is crazy. Well, I mean, just because it's organized doesn't mean like there's anything. I mean, it's, it's probably like one of his shell corporations where he uses for tax havens. Yeah, but let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Space Force? I think it's stupid. Okay. Why? Why? Who is he going to fight? The, I don't know. Well, we're going to fight wars in space? <laughs> we're going to send our, like, space marines up to, like, fight their space marines? Sure. That's just, you don't need it. It's Air Force. So I, I agree with you on that. But once you, like, we have NASA that yeah. is, used to be part of the Air Force, right? Uh, and then broke off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So if if there are, let's say, spy satellites from other countries, yeah. let's say North Korea has a spy satellite, mm-hmm. I don't know how they'd get it up there. <laughs> but if they did, then we would probably need to do something about that, right? Yeah. And that's you say that's the Air Force's yeah, responsibility. Air Force. Yeah. Okay. What about the what about the Coast Guard versus the Marines? The Marines? I'm sorry, or the no, Navy. Sorry. The Navy, yeah. Um I don't know. If- I feel like the they could be absorbed. Yeah. Why have two people in charge of two? Like, why don't you just have the secretary of the Navy and an undersecretary of the Navy for the Coast Guard? And, like, why? It's kind of like how I think it's stupid that there are multiple schools in our county, right? Right. You got Milan, you got Ann Arbor, you got... Mm. And each one of them has a superintendent, and each yeah. one of them has an accounting department, and each one of them... Like, that's ridiculous... Waste because you could have one countywide oh. accounting department and save all the district's money. Yeah, that's how Georgia does it, and we see how that's, well their education is doing. Yeah, that's how Virginia did it, and they have one of the best education systems where we lived in that. the entire country. Well, so, Fulton County in Georgia, for example. I heard they uh, had voting problems today. Yes, they did. So North Fulton County is where all the money is, and South Fulton County is not where no money is. So it's one county, but they have essentially two different school systems, North and South Fulton, because of the way that they give the money to the, mm. um, to the different schools. Uh, so they, they still and I'm sure there's to, no also, I'm sure there's also no, you know, racial dividers between those two none. areas, right? No, Zero. All mixed up. Zero. Don't know what to do. We're getting moths in here. That's what's going on. They're it's attracted a to attack. our laptop screen. Yeah, maybe. Fucking moths. Fucking mm. fuck you, moths. The U.S. Patent Shit. and Trademark Office relies on the concept of first to use in trademark registration. <laughs> registration. Um, the entity that first uses a given trademark in commerce secures the right to it. You know, you never laugh at me when I misspeak, but I <laughs> laugh my tits off every time you say something wrong. <laughs> so that, I'm, I'm the jerk here. It's all right. It's all right. I don't mind. Netflix began filing for the Space Force trademark in January of 2019 and has the rights to the Space Force logo in Europe, 
Australia, and Mexico. The United States military, meanwhile, has done hasn't done much. Jack shit. To, to ensure the rights of the logo, it only has a pending application for registration inside the U.S. on an intent-to-use basis. I have... Like, s- look, we're thinking of using this. Do you know? I have some great news for the U.S. military, though. Once they get their Space Force, uh, you know, mm. in place, um, and they start shooting up um, rockets with Heroin? machine guns attached to them, oh. then they can just shoot down the Netflix web, um Satellite. I assume Netflix has a what satellite, right? I doubt that. Well, well, whatever satellite they use to transmit their shit. They don't need to transmit. Comcast does the transmitting. They're just a database somewhere. I mean, you're right. Yeah, they're just like a data farm. Fucking moths. Yeah. Damn it. So anyway, I'm you just know, saying here's the thing. they could just shoot down whatever All satellite right. is being. So they lost the the Space Force trademark. Mm-hmm. They stole. The Star Trek insignia for the logo, yeah, we're just going to call it Starfleet. That would be fine. Yeah, there we go. What do they call it in the Mirror Universe? Not Starfleet, the Terran Empire, whatever. <laughs> it took a that. while to get to the Terran Empire, though, didn't it? Because didn't the uh, Klingon Cardassian? No. There was like, the Terrans were like the the slave labor, and then they overthrew them in like the DS9 Yeah. Period. I haven't gotten to any of those oh, in my rewatch lately. I gotta tell you something. It's it's blasphemous, blasphemous, but I don't like the Mirror Universe episodes. Yeah, I don't really care for them. them either. They're all like, mm, I'm bad now. Mm, you gotta go tea. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so bad. I'm gonna hurt you in this chamber. Well, in the end, it might not really matter because U.S. copyright allows the same or similar trademarks if they're used in wholly unrelated industries. Due to the, ch- the the very small chance that anyone would get confused between the two. Like if you had two uh, car companies called Space Force, you'd yeah. be confused. Oh, wait, which which company am I using? But if you have like the U.S. military Space Force and a TV show Space Force, no one's going to confuse those two things. Except maybe Donald Trump. So maybe if we show him Space Force and say it's a documentary, oh, we could save the taxpayer millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. No, this is happening in real life, Mr. President. Yeah. This is fine. You said it doesn't really matter. Um, I guess they had to fall to lose it all. <laughs> the uh, end. Nothing really matters. It's the end. Oh. Uh, for now, the military seems unbothered, saying, We are not aware of any trademark conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was reading as I read that. I typed it myself, but I fucked it up. (laughs) I'll try that again. Uh, We are not aware of any trademark conflicts. We wish Netflix and the show's producers the best in their creative depictions of our nation's newest branch of the military. I don't want the military around in as much as it is at all. We don't need to abolish them necessarily, but if it's the Department of Defense, we're committing a lot of offenses overseas. Got to play offense, play defense, man. Uh, Yeah. Go go on offense. Whereas I think if you're going to have a military, the space fort is is not necessarily the worst idea. Did you say a space fort? I said, I believe I said space force. I thought you said the space fort. I'm not the one that does that. We're going to get blankets and hang it from the moon. (laughs) Um, So what did we learn this week? Oh, well, I was going to... Oh, I'm sorry. No, I don't remember now. All right. You threw me off. <laughs> you threw off my groove. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're throwing off the Emperor's groove. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did we learn today? 
I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Oh, God damn it. You can't. Uh, let's you can't just sit wait there here. in silence. Okay. What is your neighbor across the sack running? I could hear like a high pitched. I thought it was a leaf blower. It sounds like maybe a vacuum. He's been doing like work. So it's been going on for like the whole hour. I don't think our listeners can hear it, but I can hear it in our. It's like a whole house fan. Fancy Dan microphones. A whole house fan. I'm going to get that. I doubt it. My new house. I've considered like seeing if we could install one because there's sometimes where it's like hot in the house, but outside it's very comfortable. Let me tell you something. I've got some friends that are not you (laughs) that um, have a whole house fan and they Uh just say, Alexa, turn on the attic fan. And as long as, so they have to make sure windows are open, right? the fan is so powerful that it, it could, um, like if your water heater is running and you have a gas water heater, it'll just suck the carbon monoxide into your house mm. and then burn out the pilot light. Mm. And then now there's gas in your house. Yeah. Anyway, so open windows and it, it literally cooled off his house the other day in like five minutes. It's crazy. It was amazing. Cause it was like still 85 or something in the house, but it, it was, was like 70 something outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So did you think about what you were going to say yet? No, I think we should delete that whole part. Fucking moss everywhere. Jesus Christ. Jason, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that the Chicago mayor thinks that you're full of shit and she doesn't put up with anybody's nonsense. Apparently. Definitely not. We also learned, uh, that, uh, apparently you can't, you, can get across the Detroit River in like a submersible thing yes. at night. Um, this guy just happened to get caught yeah. because he was knocked out and thrown overboard. <laughs> Sorry, Musso. But gosh, th- that has to happen a lot then. What, Musso getting knocked out? Yeah. It's like his thing. <laughs> we learned that maybe someone found some treasure or maybe it didn't exist. Who knows? But lots of people are suing about it. <laughs> we learned that um, you should put on, I would say, at minimum... A shirt and a pair of shorts to mow the grass. No shirt, no shorts, no mowing. <laughs> and we learned that Space Force may be owned by Netflix. I guess the only problem would be if you uh, are selling T-shirts. Then it could get confusing oh. with the Space Force logo. Well, that's how Donald Trump makes all his money, is selling hats and T-shirts. Yeah. Make Space Force Space Force again. Make Face Force Face Force. <laughs> Fuck. And this hour has been an hour and 13 minutes. Well, we expected rain. We, we got expected some rain. storms. Mm, we got some wind. It was wind. We Very got, windy. I wouldn't call those sprinkles. No. But it definitely didn't like rain rain. No, it was like drizzly. Yeah. I mean, um, it was enough that like this, as I look out, I can see the dry area under the car. Right. But but we didn't hear like the rain hitting the pavement. Right. We, we missed the rains. Where? Down in... Across the sack. <laughs>